Now, from deep inside the underground bunker, with red, white, and blue bunting behind him, and the American flag standing proudly at his side, here with an election update, our fearless leader, Mark, Mark. Levin. Hello, America. This is a very, very exciting time. This is the first the first time I've done a live podcast. We're going to do one of these each month for the next four months. A special edition of the Mark Levin podcast focused exclusively on the coming election. That's how important this is. So, first we want to thank CarShield for sponsoring this podcast. You know, having a protection plan through CarShield makes the surprise of your car breaking down easier to handle. CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month. They cover more parts than ever before. And when you need a repair, you don't have to deal with the paperwork or the headaches. You choose the mechanic and CarShield administrators handle all the rest. Get covered at carshield.com slash America. carshield.com slash America. Or give them a call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. And you'll save 10% either way. We love CarShield. Been a longtime sponsor of the podcast and the radio show. Well, America, this is our first, I guess it's considered a virgin broadcast. The first live podcast, you know, typically the podcast I do is a truncated form of the radio show that I do. Truncated, not in terms of content, but in terms of, of the sponsors. And the reason we do it that way is to... Well, you know, to mollify all the program directors and affiliates and all the rest that are out there because we are honored to be on their platforms, about 400 of them throughout the country, all the best stations throughout the country. But our podcast is actually quite significant, which is amazing when you consider it is effectively a replay of the radio show. So a lot of people, the next morning when they're exercising or late at night when they're driving or whatever, they listen on their own because podcasts makes you the program director, right? So I want to thank you for listening, and let's get right down to it. And by the way, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell family members, tell people you want to be family members, whatever. There's really no limits on podcasts. I understand you can curse like a, like a drunken Marxist, but I don't really curse that much. A little bit, but not, but not the really bad words, you know? So you won't have to worry about me. Well, let's talk about this upcoming election. You're listening to the Mark Levin election special. You know, Donald Trump is attacked a lot because he talks about the last election in 2020. And the usual reply to him is, where's the evidence of the fraud? Now, this is an amazing thing. This would be the only election in American history that had no fraud whatsoever. Have you noticed? Have you noticed that corrupt media hasn't found a single instance of fraud, and yet more and more instances of fraud have been found? Would there be enough to overturn the election? How do I know? But why does that even matter? Aren't we against fraud in our elections? I would think so. Now, what I've been focusing on, of course, is the United States Constitution. That's my zone. And particularly Article 2. Only the state legislatures. Hello! Only the state legislatures get to make election laws that affect the choosing of electors who choose presidents and vice presidents. How do I know that? It's specifically in the United States Constitution. 
only state legislatures, not governors, not state judges, not boards of elections, not attorneys general, only the state legislature. That was violated in in several states, including Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, other states as well. And the matter was brought to the attention of the Supreme Court, and apparently three justices were very interested in hearing about it. But they couldn't get a fourth. And it takes four out of the nine justices to take a case up. And it's too damn bad. Because I want to remind you, in 2000, as Al Gore tried to litigate his way into the presidency, the U.S. Supreme Court eventually did take it up. But we had a different chief justice, William Rehnquist, a great chief justice, not so much like Hollywood Roberts right now. And the Florida legislature was taking it into its own hands under Article 2 to select the electors. No, it's not the preferred way. Don't get me wrong. But it's absolutely unconstitutional for a state Supreme Court, elected members in particular, like in Pennsylvania, but a state Supreme Court to change the election laws to benefit its preferred party. The Florida Supreme Court was made up, I believe, of all Democrats. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court has seven members, five of whom are elected Democrats, who were strongly backed by the teachers' unions and so forth. The Republicans were flat-footed when they had the elections for the state Supreme Court. And so they got five radical Democrats, two rhinos, and a partridge in a pear tree. Anyway, that's what they got. And so under Pennsylvania's law, like federal law, the state legislature determines what the election laws are. So those were changed in significant respects. Whether or not it would have changed the outcome or not is really beside the point. How can you know in advance? And so the bar that the media, that the never Trumpers, that the Democrats keep putting out there is an impossible bar. You and I can't prove a negative. We're not there. We can't count all the ballots. We weren't watching all the drop boxes. But what we do know is this was important enough for the Democrats to change the laws in many states. They brought hundreds of lawsuits. They made scores and scores of contacts to their favorite governors, their favorite Attorneys general, their favorite secretaries of states to make changes, even in certain precincts. You have Zuckerberg spending $417 million to effectively control and take over local election boards, particularly in Democrat areas. And if these local election boards, even at the precinct level, did not comply with the demands of the grants that they were given by Zuckerberg, they would lose the grants or they'd never get them in the first place. So you have a billionaire on the left who owns Facebook, effectively buying control over the local election process. Doesn't that bother anybody? Well, that wouldn't affect the outcome of the election. I don't know that either. But isn't that a problem? I think it is. And I could go on and on and on. But here's the thing. You're not allowed to talk about it. No, 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 no. There were 60 lawsuits, 66 lawsuits, 61 lawsuits. They don't even know challenging the results of the elections, even the legal analysts, they say the same thing. And not a single judge, not one, not a single judge admitted that there was evidence of fraud. No, what happened is almost none of the judges, to my knowledge, none of them, bar one or two, would even hear the case. So that's demonstrative of exactly nothing. So putting 2020 behind us, here's the thing. The things that were done in 2020 must not be done in 2022 or 2024, or we can't get an honest and fair election. 
the things that were done in 2016 to Donald Trump and the Republicans by the Obama-Biden administrations, by the FBI, by the intelligence agencies, by Washington law firms that were money laundering funds from the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC to others to put up a phony document that the media, the corrupt media ran with for two and a half years. That triggered a literally triggered a criminal investigation against the president of the United States. That's the big crime. That's the big phony fraud that took place in 2016. And yet he still won. Now, why am I going through all this? Very simple. I keep hearing and it's very frustrating to me. Very frustrating to me. I'm one of the few people behind a microphone. Who literally worked the precincts when he was a teenager who ran for the school board and got elected when he was in law school on a board that had nine members that voted mostly eight to one. I was the one or seven to two, the two youngest guys wanting tax limitation, trying to eliminate some of the preposterous courses, taking on the local National Education Association Union and so forth and so on. Eight to one, eight to one, seven to two, eight to one. These elections are crucial. But what's bothering me, particularly in the media, particularly the Washington politicians showing up as special guests, particularly the phony experts who come on, who worked mostly in the Bush campaigns, but you understand, I see a red wave. I see a landslide. Ladies and gentlemen, that's rope-a-dope. If we don't turn out in massive numbers... If each of us don't do more than we normally do to make sure like-minded citizens vote, whether they're in our families, our friends, our neighborhoods, our colleagues, our co-workers, there won't be a massive red wave. It won't happen. And in these primaries, most of which are over now, the selection of the right Republican is crucial, not just to win the general election, but to advance the cause of liberty. We're not interested in never-Trumpers and rhinos and their ilk who sit in office, who count their toes over and over again, who don't want to make any waves, who don't comprehend what's swirling around us, this American Marxism, and don't see the world as we do, which is we're at the precipice looking into the abyss. We can't afford to lose this election or the next one. And it's not about so much the Republican Party or even the candidates. It's about our country. It's about our future. When we come back, what are the top issues that we are concerned about? Oh, you think you've heard them before. Well, not from me, you haven't. What are the top issues? You're listening to the Mark Levin Election Special. In life, there are good surprises and bad surprises. A friend popping by to take you to lunch. Good surprise. Finding 20 bucks in the bottom of your clothes drawer. Good surprise. Finding a snake that bites you on your hand. Nah, that's a bad surprise, right? Well, horrible. Not even close to a good surprise. But when you have a protection plan through CarShield, those bad surprises are easy to handle. Easy. CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month that cover more parts than ever before. Whether your car has 5,000 or 150,000 miles, when you need a repair, you don't have to deal with the paperwork or headaches. All you got to do is choose the mechanic to do the work. CarShield administrators handle all the rest. I know this by experience. 
They're absolutely the best. They take great weight off of your shoulders. And here's a good surprise. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no, hello, no extra cost. And lock in your price by getting coverage today, and it'll never go up, never go up, despite what's becoming double-digit inflation. So as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the bad surprises of the rising cost of car parts and repairs. It's a big deal. CarShield helps make the surprise of your car breaking down easier to handle. Get coverage like I did. Go to carshield.com slash America or call 800-391-8888 to save 10% on your plan. And by the way, your car is going to break down. It's just a matter of when and a matter of how bad. So don't say, gee, I should have bought a car shield. Remember those V8 commercials? Don't make that your car shield thought. Get it now. Feel safe. Drive safe. That's carshield.com slash America or 800-391-8888. Carshield.com slash America or 800-391-8888. You'll save 10% either way. Our friends at Carshield, you can't get any better. This is the Mark Levin Election Special. All right. What are the major issues in this campaign? What's the first one? Freedom. Freedom. Freedom is under assault like never before in our history. Whether it's your economic freedom, whether it's your freedom to live where you want to live, whether it's your freedom to be a citizen. Now, what do I mean by that? The dumbing down of citizenship, where some cities allow illegal aliens to vote, and illegal aliens are getting more and more parts of the welfare state and going into classrooms for free, health care for free, freedom. Every dollar you earn, you earn because of your labor, intellectual and physical. You spend a big percentage of your life, big percentage of your life working. And when the government steps in, federal, state, local, what have you, and says, you know what, we want 20% of that, we want 30% of that, we want 40% of that dollar, they're taking away part of your labor. And your labor is part of your life. Because again, you get up in the morning, most weekdays, most of us work until the sun goes down. Government says, I want 20% of that, 25, 40% of that. That means it gets your labor, your labor. And when they give it to somebody else, it's bad enough. When they give it to people who shouldn't even be here, it's a disgrace. And not only that, the major cause of death for millennials in this country now, fentanyl. Most fentanyl is made in communist China. Most of it comes through the southern border through these drug cartels. Biden has this southern border wide open. To me, this is the second biggest issue. Drugs are coming across this country. The drug cartels are finding platforms in our country and placing themselves, secreting themselves in our cities. You have horrendous attacks, crimes taking place, the molesting of little kids, raping of little kids, raping of women, other forms of abuse. You know, our federal government doesn't keep the numbers on how many people are raped on the border, how many children are molested on the border. How do I know? Because I've looked. They don't keep those statistics. Isn't that amazing? How many people are killed, literally killed, trying to cross the border by other individuals trying to cross the border? How many die 
overall because of the heat or lack of water or whatever it is. I don't have that number either. I've tried to get it. How many unknown illegal aliens actually are coming into this country? Do you realize by the end of Biden's first term, there will be 9 million additional illegal aliens in our country? 9 million. Hello, 9 million. The border is wide open. And so this election is very, very important. That's number two. What's number three to me? The classroom. The crap that they're trying to teach our kids, concealed from parents, is unbelievable. The NEA and the AFT are all in. The Department of No Education is all in. All these radicals are all in. They control our public school classrooms. Critical race theory is racism. Critical race theory is Louis Farrakhan dressed up as a scholar. That's what it is. It teaches people to hate. It teaches people that they're either victims or they're oppressors. And what else is happening in the classroom? Transgenderism has become an ideology. An ideology. Transgenderism is an ideology. That's being foisted upon our children, too, without our permission. And it's even worse. It's backed up by the CDC and other phony science slash medical institutions in Washington, D.C. And what else? Our children are being brainwashed against capitalism, free markets, profits, supply and demand. They're being force fed Marxism culturally, socialism economically. And they're doing this starting at these very young ages in elementary school. Now, it's bad enough it's been happening in our colleges and universities, but it is happening in all these public school systems that you and I are subsidizing with our property taxes. And if you don't pay your property tax and you own a home, you lose your home. So there's a gun effectively held to your head. You must subsidize that which you oppose. This is a big deal. It's a big issue. Now, normally you might say that's a local and state issue, and normally you'd be right. But since this is coming from local, state, and federal levels, then you got to fight it at local, state, and federal levels, all levels of the government. Because Joe Biden signs executive orders like he's handing out saltwater taffy or lollipops or marijuana joints for his kid and so forth. It's a big deal. So the classrooms are number three. What's number four? Crime. Now, crime is mostly a local and state issue, no doubt about it. But the Federal Department of Justice and the U.S. Attorney's offices are chasing down Americans for trespassing and parading on the Capitol grounds. I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about trespassing and parading on Capitol grounds. And if the federal government thinks it has a role in controlling and silencing parents at school board meetings, and if the federal government thinks it has a role in suing Republican state legislatures because it doesn't agree with its voting systems, then by God, if and when we take over these instrumentalities of the federal government, they should be used to reverse everything that's being done now, including the destruction of Title IX sports. So the next question is this. Are we going to take the House and are we going to take the Senate? I think the Senate is becoming more problematic. Why? Because we're having problems right now in Georgia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. 
we can't take the Senate if we don't take the seat back in Georgia, if we don't hold the seat in Ohio, and we don't hold the seat in Pennsylvania. We can't afford to lose those three seats. Now, later this week on radio, I'm going to endorse J.D. Vance for the Senate. He was certainly not my number one candidate in the Republican primary there. But I'm going to do it. Because we can't allow Schumer and the Democrats to win the Senate outright and then try and change the filibuster rule with a simple vote of majority and then destroy the Supreme Court of the United States. That's very, very key. Herschel Walker. They're attacking Herschel Walker. They're talking about Herschel Walker wasn't an FBI agent. He didn't reveal he had a kid. The same press that will not investigate in any significant way Joe Biden, the Manchurian president, won't investigate the millions that he pocketed. Partial tax return revelation. He still has covered up some of his tax return to Zest Corporations, for example. There's been no grand jury investigating Joe. There's been no special counsel investigating Joe. And Joe has been bought and paid for by probably more than one government. And I mean that. But certainly the communist Chinese. So don't hand me Herschel Walker when we have a man in the Oval Office who's corrupted up one end and down the other. And then we have Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz. I think Dr. Oz would be a very good senator. And they have some nut job, Bernie Sanders wannabe, a lurch type guy who's about eight feet tall. Unfortunately, his, uh, he's got a bad heart. I speak as somebody who has a heart that's not the best in the world. But he's a kook. He's tatted all over the place. He says crazy ass things. And he'd be a horrendous senator. But these these Marxists try to run as populists, you know, like and the rest of the stooges in there. This guy does, too. He hasn't done a lot of campaigning because of his heart issues. But nonetheless, he's got a ton of money. Now, I looked at the fundraising in Georgia. The vast majority of it going to the Democrat, the incumbent, is coming from out of state. I looked at the fundraising in Pennsylvania. The vast majority of it is going to lurch. It's coming from outside the state. I'm looking at the fundraising in Ohio. J.D. Vance is running against a phony who pretends to be blue-collar schmo. The vast majority of his money is coming from outside the state. Now, they max out under campaign finance laws like $5,200 or whatever it is. But they set up or support these dark money political action committees where people can pour 10 million, 20 million, 5 million, whatever millions into these these efforts. And they run these ads. And it's like paid for by the people for crime control when they're really backing, you know, like a Soros hack or paid for by the people for capitalism when they're really Marxist. The whole point of these entities is to try and confuse the voter and so forth. I am telling you in this election cycle, every Democrat must lose. Everyone. They're all lying to save their own skin or to grab office. That doesn't mean I like all the Republicans. I usually detest about half of them. Still do. But at least they won't vote for Pelosi as the speaker, and at least they won't vote for Schumer as the majority leader. And when we come back... I want to talk about the Republican leadership in the Senate. In the Senate. Is there such a thing as Republican leadership in the Senate? I mean, uh, if that's leadership, 
uh, you're fooling me. You're listening to the Mark Levin Election Special. Ever heard of data brokers? They're the middlemen collecting and selling your browsing history, online searches, and location data. Then these data brokers sell your information to the Department of Homeland Security and the Internal Revenue Service. That's why I protect myself with ExpressVPN, and so should you. When you're connected to ExpressVPN, your IP address is hidden, making it very, very difficult for data brokers to identify who you are. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of network traffic to keep your data safe from the hackers on public Wi-Fi. Again, that's why I have ExpressVPN and the ExpressVPN app downloaded on all my devices, phone, computer, even my home Wi-Fi system, on the router. Folks, I've been protected a long time, have you? All I do is tap one button and I'm protected. It's that easy. I'm no expert. I'm no Sharpie when it comes to this stuff. It has to be easy. If I can do it, you can do it. Protect your privacy data from brokers today. Visit expressvpn.com slash Levin. That's L-E-V-I-N. And get three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Levin. To get more updates from Mark on the election, follow him on Twitter, Truth Social, Getter, and Parlor at Mark Levin Show. You know, I'm liking this live podcast stuff. You like this live podcast stuff? All right, let's dig in further. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell was anti Ronald Reagan when he backed Gerald Ford was anti-Ronald Reagan in 1980 when he backed George H.W. Bush. He was anti-Tea Party in 2010. And he's anti-you in 2022. Mitch McConnell is a bureaucrat. Mitch McConnell is worse than a rhino. Do you know Mitch McConnell has been the longest-serving Republican leader in the Senate in history of this republic? Why? Because he talks like a cartoon figure from Peanuts? I'm starting to think yes. When somebody asked him not too long ago, Hey, Mitch, what are the Republicans running on in the Senate? You know what he said? Bipartisanship. We can get things done here in the Senate, I tell you. Bipartisanship. Bipartisanship? We don't want bipartisanship. We're well beyond that, pal. Bipartisanship on what? American Marxism, critical race theory, transgenderism, climate change, open borders? You see, this guy doesn't know how to stand on a principle and fight for a principle. I don't care what the phony Wall Street Journal editorial page has to say. I don't care what the phony editors at the National Review have to say. Those two entities have, well, they've gone the way of the duckbill platypus when it comes to conservatism. They're just not worth it anymore. Mitch McConnell is a disaster. What he does is when some of our people are finally elected to the Senate, he takes them under his wing and he says, Well, now that you got elected here, let me tell you how this place works. I got people all over the place. I got people, I got bugs on the wall. I can hear everything you're thinking, let alone saying. I'm not kidding about this. And we need to get along or not get along. Now, what he's done is he's used the power of the purse. He has a massive 
list, if you will, of special interests. And because he's been either the Republican leader or the Senate leader, as well as the Republican leader, he can determine what kind of legislation goes to the floor, what can or can't be amended, what will pass, what will be killed, and so forth. So he's built up these enormous war chests. He's built up this enormous clout inside the Beltway. He doesn't give a damn what you think about if you don't live inside Washington, D.C. Then he goes home to Kentucky. And he campaigns, you know, like he's uh, Ronald Reagan, who he never supported until, you know, Reagan was the nominee. He is a big spending, big bureaucrat Republican. And to be honest with you folks, until he's replaced in the Senate, the Senate's not going to go anywhere. No, it won't go where Schumer goes, but we have these little respites from big government, or we're supposed to. When the opposition party, that would be the Republican Party, takes over, right? That's time for the Republicans to make advances. That's time for the Republicans to promote liberty. That's time for the Republicans not just to undo what the Democrats did. That's a low bar. And yet it seems to be a high bar for these guys. We expect that. That's the minimum. We expect a hell of a lot more. Push our agenda across the culture, across the country. Push our agenda for once. We don't want bipartisanship. We want victory. And we can do it. If we take the House. If we can take the Senate. But I'm really concerned about Mitch McConnell in there and whether or not we can, in fact, take the Senate. Given the fact that I think he prefers being in the minority, actually. I think he prefers being in the minority. Because of the majority are actually responsible for something. That's my view. Finally, in this first edition of my live podcast, special edition on the election, I want to talk about Gavin Newsom and his little gambit. Gavin Newsom runs California like like Un runs North Korea. The lights are out from time to time. You're not allowed to have a differing opinion. He shuts down the schools for a very long period of time. People are forced to wear masks so they're no longer individuals, particularly little children. He keeps open abortion clinics while he's shutting down churches and synagogues. He keeps open the ABC alcohol stores uh, while he's shutting down gun shops. He's loaded the courts there with radical kooks. The borders are wide open. I think the state is now like 40% immigrant, first generation, and illegal immigrant. It's a pretty big number. They have super duper majorities in the state assembly and the state senate because they changed their election laws so they would never give up power. You've got crime throughout Los Angeles, throughout San Francisco, throughout Sacramento, throughout that state. Horrific crime. I was in San Francisco about a year ago. The streets are a disaster. What was once, and you have to admit, perhaps the prettiest city in the country, is now one of the ugliest. And I'm not kidding. People shooting up right in front of other people, just street after street, people urinating and defecating in the street. This is the, uh, this is the Marxist, um, you know, Ameritopia that they're preaching. And now Gavin Newsom wants to impose that on the rest of the country. In fact, so does Nancy Pelosi, a San Franciscan, So does Schumer. 
These people want to impose their failed economic and cultural policies on the rest of the nation. They want to have 100% control over the politics so they can enrich themselves and empower themselves while you have to move as fast as you can to escape from their tyranny. And so he takes a poke at DeSantis and the people in Florida. I'm a Florida resident. We laugh and say, good, what a doof. He takes a poke at Texas. And by the way, they're spending a fortune on uh, this phony Beto O'Rourke. All kinds of dark money, Soros money, but millions and millions and millions coming in from outside because they know if they take Texas, it's a huge, huge, huge problem. They know they're probably not going to be able to even come close to taking Florida. But they've tried to change the demographics in Texas. We pray to God it doesn't work. And no, I don't even mean by Hispanic voters. I mean, what drives me nuts, and I call these people locusts, is people who will escape a California or a New York or a New Jersey or Rhode Island or an Illinois, go into a red state and then continue with their left-wing Democrat politics and voting patterns. So like locusts, they have destroyed their own states. Then they want to go to the red states, benefit from the low taxes, the relative safety, the far superior environment. And I don't mean air and water. I mean environment, living environment. And then vote Democrat. These people are insane. They don't care what happens to anybody else or future generations. They only care about what happens to themselves. So Gavin Newsom runs a few of these phony commercials and he's talking about freedom. That he would bring freedom to the rest of the country. Freedom. Gavin Newsom is incapable of bringing freedom. He is the Trudeau of America. And just because he has nice hair and a girly figure, in my view, doesn't mean he will be the nominee or get elected. And when I heard him really talk for the first time at some length, I said to myself, how stupid is this guy? How did he get elected? And he is stupid. And then I had to remind myself, but that's the kind of people the Democrats elect. Look at Biden and look at Kamala Harris. Between the two of them, they were negative 12 IQ. You're listening to the Mark Levin election special. You know, I want to mention one more sponsor to the program. Fantastic sponsor. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts. And it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Now, what's Upside? Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gasoline, groceries, or dines out. In other words, all of you. With every purchase, every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. Now, why do we love it? Because I use it at my favorite restaurant. I use it at the local gas station. It's a no-brainer. Why not use it? Folks, to get started, all you have to do is download the free Upside app. Use my promo code Mark Levin and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Then claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in, check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and then you get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week 
That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Download the free Upside app, folks. Download the free Upside app. Did I mention? It's free. And use promo code MarkLevin. You'll get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code MarkLevin. Remember again, the Upside app is free. To get more updates from Mark on the election, follow him on Twitter at Mark Levin Show. Boy, that went fast. I loved it. I hope you enjoyed it. We're going to do another special edition, election edition podcast on the Mark Levin Show next month. I want to thank you, our fantastic listeners. You are all patriots. God bless each and every one of you. I'm truly blessed to be here. And I'm even more blessed that you're listening. Tell your friends, your family, tell anybody, tell everybody. And I want to thank our fantastic sponsors for making this possible. Good luck. God bless. And I'll see you next time. For more from Mark on the election, head to MarkLevinShow.com. 